Hi everybody, this is Albert Hardy for Bible Prophecy Radio. I want to talk to you today about something you may never have seen before in the Bible, which is what I like to do. Because there are many things that people don't really ever get into. Zechariah 2. Get this, this is amazing to me. And you gotta, you got to be uh, careful how you read it, and read it in other translations. This is partially King James. But anyway, here's what it says. I lifted up my eyes again, <clears throat> or actually just saw, and looked and beheld a man with a measuring line in his hand, a tape measure, if you will. Then said I, where are you going? And he said to me, to measure Jerusalem to see what is the breadth thereof and the length. And behold, the angel that talked with me went, went forth, and another angel went out to meet him. It takes two to hold the line, one to hold the starting point and the other at the end. So there are probably two there for that reason, to measure Jerusalem. And that's figurative, probably. So this angel went out to meet the first angel and said to him, Run, speak to this young man, saying, Jerusalem shall be inhabited as towns without walls. They're building a wall around Jerusalem. Or at least separating partially the Palestinians, making it difficult for them to invade. Shall be inhabited as towns without walls, for the multitude of men and cattle therein. <laughs> wow. Sounds like the United States. For I, says the Lord, will be to her a wall of fire round about, and will be the glory in the midst of her. Ah, that's interesting. Well... We're going to read on and, and see what this is really up to. Get up, go forth, and flee from the land of the north. Turkey, Russia, etc. North of Jerusalem, says the Lord. For I have spread you abroad, just like the four winds of the heavens, says the Lord. So deliver yourself, O Zion that dwell with the daughter of Babylon. Hmm, who's that? Saudi Arabia. It's Saudi Arabia, the whole peninsula there, and whoever, you know, Nebuchadnezzar ruled. Remember that Nebuchadnezzar captured Jerusalem and took the people away into Babylon. His empire ruled from Egypt all the way to um, and through Iran, north to Turkey, up into um, Eastern Europe, and all the way down to Sudan. So I understand it. Deliver yourself, O Zion, that dwell in the daughter, or with the daughter of Babylon. For thus says the Lord of hosts, this is God, Jehovah, 
After the glory he has sent me to the nations which spoiled you. This is interesting. For he that touches you, Jerusalem, Zion, touches the apple of his eye. This is God speaking. Jerusalem is the apple of his eye. Allah does not even exist. Now, lest that offend anybody, show me how Allah created anything. Did he create the universe? Did he create the worlds? Did he create the earth? No, no. He's a Johnny-come-lately, off-the-shelf idol, as far as I'm concerned. Verse 9, chapter 2 of Zechariah. For behold, I will shake my hand upon them. Who? Those that persecute Israel. And they shall be a spoil to their servants. Another translation says that the servants will rise up and become the masters. That's interesting. To those that serve them. they. In other words, let me read it again. They shall be a spoil or um, a prize to their servants, to those who serve them. And you shall know that the Lord of hosts has sent me. Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for lo, I come, and I will dwell in the middle of you. God's coming here. We're not going to die and go to heaven. No man has ascended up to heaven, John 3:13. We never read that. We gloss right over that. But God's word holds. If nothing else, you know, don't pay attention to any man. I don't care if it's the Pope or whoever. If he contradicts the word of God, dump it. Truly. Seek, or um, I'm sorry, sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion. For lo and behold, I come and I will dwell in the midst of you says the Lord. That's verse 10, chapter 2, Zechariah. Verse 11, And many nations shall join to the Lord in that day and shall become my people. Wow! Even the Muslims? You betcha. You betcha. So, you're either going to be alive and joined to God or you're not going to be around at all. And I will dwell in the midst of you, says the Lord, in that day, and you shall know that the Lord God of hosts has sent me to you, and the Lord shall inherit Judah as his portion in the Holy Land. Wow! It'll be his It is his. He owns the whole planet. Let's face it. He made it. He owns it. And the Lord shall inherit Judah and his portion in the Holy Land and shall choose Jerusalem again as his HQ, his headquarters. So be silent, all flesh, before the Lord, for he is raised up out of his holy habitation. Wow. 
Now I want to take you to chapter 12. This was chapter 2, and you'll find that 12 matches this pretty good. The burden of the uh, word of the Lord for Israel, says the Lord, which stretched forth the heavens. See, it wasn't Allah, it wasn't Buddha, it wasn't anybody else. And lays the foundations of the earth and form the spirit of man within him. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling, or reeling back, into or unto all people round about. Her enemies are round about her, let's face it. So God is going to make her a cup of trembling. What does that mean? Scary, that's what it means. When they shall be in the siege, both against Jerusalem or um, Judah and against Jerusalem. Verse 3, chapter 12, Zechariah. And in that day I will make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people. All that burden themselves with it shall be cut into pieces. I'm going to read this verse in another translation in just a moment. But uh, anyway, though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. This is chapter 12, verse 3 of Zechariah. This is in the uh, Berean Study Bible, verse 2, chapter 12, Zechariah. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of drunkenness to all the surrounding peoples. All, all those enemies like um, uh, Egypt and uh, Libya and like uh, Iran and all the people that are against Jerusalem, Syria... Lebanon, you name it, Saudi Arabia. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of drunkenness for all the surrounding peoples. Judah will be besieged as well as Jerusalem. Whoa. On that day, this is verse 3. This is the crucial verse, in my opinion. On that day, when all the nations of the earth gather against her, I will make Jerusalem a heavy stone for all the peoples. All who would heave it away will be severely injured. Whoa. On that day, declares the Lord, I will strike every horse with panic and every rider with madness. I will keep a watchful eye on the house of Judah but I will strike all the horses of the nations with blindness. I've got an idea as to how he's going to do that. It's going to be very scary. Then the leaders of Judah will say in their hearts, The people of Jerusalem are my strength, for the Lord of hosts is their God. On that day I will make the clans of Judah like a fire pot in a wood pile. Whoa, that is scary. I mean, what what does that do? Well, it sets the whole woodpile on fire. 
like a flaming torch among the sheaves of wheat. If you have a field full of wheat and it's dry and it's like a tinderbox, you set that thing on fire, the whole thing's going to go up in a second, in a flash. Like a flaming torch among the sheaves, they will consume all the peoples around them, on the right and on the left, while the residents of Jerusalem remain secure in Jerusalem. Have you ever heard that before from the pulpit? Probably not. The Lord will save the tents of Judah first, so that the glory of the house of David and of the residents of Jerusalem may not be greater than that of Judah. On that day, the Lord will defend the residents of Jerusalem, so that the weakest among them will be like David. David (laughs) was a killer, let's face it. He was ruthless. He killed them down to the last man, or woman, or old person, or child. But he was doing God's work because he was getting rid of all the pagans. If he would have left one of them alive, like Agag, back in the Bible, back in the Old Testament, and you can research Agag and find all there is to find out about him. But he engendered children and they came back to bite Israel, and they're still alive to this day, some of them. But those pagan worshipers who are idol worshipers um, caused a lot of trouble. And they are the source of trouble yet to this day in the entire world. It's all because of idolatry, having another God before the true God. Shame on them all. On that day, the Lord will defend the residents of Jerusalem so that the weakest among them will be like David, and the house of David will be like God, like the angel of the Lord going before them. In other words, they don't have to really fight. God fights for them, and all they have to do is trust him. So on that day, I will set out to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. You want to stay safe? Don't go against Israel. Then I will pour out on the house of David, on the residents of Jerusalem, a spirit of grace and of prayer. And they will look upon me, the one they have pierced. That would be Jesus. And they will mourn for him as one mourns for an only child and weep bitterly for him as one grieves a firstborn son. Whoa! On that day the morning of, in Jerusalem will be as great as the morning of Hadad-Rimmon. Hadad? Hmm, that's interesting. In the plain of Megiddo. Well, they were mourning because they were killing their children... And we do that to this day by the millions, 50 million abortions or more per year. Unbelievable. Come on, people. What are we doing? We're just like that. The land will mourn each clan on its own. The clan of the house of David and their wives. The clan of Nathan, which was a son of David, 
and their wives, the clan of the house of Levi and their wives, and the clan of Shimei and their wives, and all the remaining clans and their wives. And that's the end of chapter 12 of Zechariah. Well, I hope you think about Jerusalem. And if you're an enemy of Jerusalem, I suggest to save your very life, you stop being their enemy and get to find out who this God that protects them is because he owns the place, he owns the world, and he's dangerous. I mean, he can kill every last man, woman, and child on earth if he wants to. After all, he owns them. And that means you and me, too. So, tread carefully. Please tread carefully. Think about what you're doing. And change your ways. Well, this is Elbert Hardy for Bible Prophecy Radio. If you want to know more, go to my website, itellwhy.com. You can also get there by Jesus is Why. And that's my email. If you want to send me an email, by all means, please do. It's jesusiswhy at gmail.com. I will not be sending you any spam or anything like that. I'm not going to email you unless you email me. And then I'm done. I mean, we can have a conversation if you want to, but I'm not going to push products or anything of the kind. There's nothing for sale on my website. That's not what it's about. It's about ministry. It's about making you more keen and aware of what's going on in the world and where this world is headed. And let me tell you something. It's headed for disaster. Now, this darkness thing that blinds the horses, to me, they're going to nuke the oil fields. And not only in Saudi Arabia or Yemen or um, any of the other oil producers, but mostly, yes. But anyway... Scary times are coming. If they nuke the oil fields, we've got to understand that that oil is buried less than 25 feet down. Some places it's on top of the, the earth. It's open to the atmosphere right now. We nuke that, and it's going to set that whole place on fire just like a firebrand in a wood pile. Scary stuff. And that will darken your skies and mine a little bit each day because nobody's going to be able to get near it to put it out. And how would they do that anyway? It's a giant lake of fire. That's what's coming, and that's scary stuff. You better be on the right side of God because he's the only one coming to save us, coming to fix it, and coming to live in Jerusalem. That is a day to look forward to, a day of salvation, a day of deliverance. God knows how to fix what we screw up. Until next time, I'm Albert Hardy for Bible Prophecy Radio. 
I hope you have a great day and think about Jerusalem.